0: Welcome to the AI Chat Podcast. I'm your host, Jaden Schaefer. Today's guest on AI Chat is Henry Penix, who is a global entrepreneur and two-time author. He's received numerous awards, including the SBA Entrepreneur of the Year and the National Blue Chip Enterprise Innovation Award. Henry Fold's an honorary doctorate and has been a member of the US and European United Nations. Currently, he's focused on Soak Technologies, a company specializing in sound frequencies, uh, sound frequency therapies, that recently won a U.S. Air Force contract. Welcome to the show, Henry. Thank you, Jay. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. I'm Good. really excited to have you on the show today. Would you mind telling everyone a little bit about your background and what got you interested in the tech space to begin with?
1: Yeah, well, I, uh, I, I've got sort of an entrepreneurial background, uh, starting when I was very young, mowing yards, saving money for my first car. And I, I told somebody the other day in an interview, I, I never remember not working. Okay. It, so the accumulation of everything that I've learned and, you know, kind of leading up to today, I find that technology has the most significant impact in helping others and I, I really keyed it on that. I, I had a technology company uh, a few years back. Uh, we were on Shark Tank. Shark Tank actually sought us out, um, wound up not getting a deal there, uh, but it, it propelled us to, you know, we were in every Apple store across the of the world uh, with our product. And, and so I really enjoyed technology. And when I was introduced to sound frequencies and what they were doing in lieu of traditional medicines and therapies and things like that, it really struck a chord. So I Studied it. Uh, You know, obviously I would never put my name on anything that I didn't fully believe in that was backed by science, white papers, clinical studies, all that. And when all of that checked out, um, uh, we actually took sound frequency therapy that was started in a clinic, uh, proven in a clinic for about five years. And I was able to give it sort of the uh, technology uh, uh, end and bring everything together where you can actually get the efficacy of what they were getting in clinic using sound frequency therapies to help with anxieties depression low energy low libido enhanced energy you know all those things we could actually transfer that from an in-clinic experience to your your mobile phone uh two years and a ton of money and we're there <laughs> that's not uh, that's that's kind of the 30,000 foot view yeah that's incredible well um I would love to dive in just a little
0: bit deeper on on kind of your your journey getting started with Soak technologies. So, um, you know, you had other entrepreneurial endeavors. What what was kind of your first steps when you were looking at this? I'm assuming you you kind of saw some of this clinical evidence and and some of the uh, potential here. What were your first steps when you decided you wanted to build out this company? Did you go and start looking for a team? Were you looking for investors? What what did that process look like at the beginning for
1: you? Yeah. So. Uh, So yeah, most of your audience is is entrepreneurs, a lot of entrepreneurs, investors, uh, and yeah, people in the AI space. Yeah, yeah. So I'll I'll kind of tell it from that perspective. Uh, So uh, with anything that I do, I always find that, you know, if if I can sell it or if it works with me or on me or for me, then I can get behind it fully with my name, my credibility, uh, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Because uh, when I go all in on something, I go all in. Like I, I think people that do things half-baked and say, well, let me just see, let me just test the waters. If it works out, no big deal. I'm opposite of that. I, I, okay. I test it all first and it takes longer for me to commit to something. But once I do, I'm all in. So with SOAK, uh, my wife actually had a clinic and she had MDs, DOs, chiropractors, uh, people that did uh, cranial sacral body work. Uh, sacral body work, uh, all these different modalities. And she started seeing how using sound frequency therapy, which is a compilation of sound frequencies, it's not like the binaural beats you can find on YouTube. It's not like getting a single frequency generator. It's, it's, it's opposite of that. It's combining 8, 10, 12, 15 different frequencies for a specific outcome. So in this case, for anxiety, depression, low energy, brain fog, uh, one of our best ones are the, the sleep well frequencies. When I started doing a deep dive in all of those, I thought, okay, we have something that works. We have something with five years of successful outcomes. And this was before COVID even even hit. So uh, we didn't go digital because of COVID, but because COVID happened, it really, really put us in the forefront. We were getting calls from people like Amazon uh, uh, Alexa team and as you mentioned earlier, this deal that we did with the US Air Force. So when I knew I had a viable product, when I knew I had something that would work that I could really get my name behind, I then went in and set up the infrastructure for it. So doing things like securing the name, securing the website, making sure there's no conflict. Uh, There's a thing you can get called freedom of operations or freedom to do business. It's kind of short of a patenting your process where I wanted to to see if all that was clear checked names, bought websites, uh, incorporated in certain states that were better to incorporate than others to really get the, the solid foundation set up. And then I started looking for the best people in the world to implement. So obviously looking at marketing, looking at um, you know our, our COO, Chief Operations Officer, fantastic person, uh, surrounding myself with people who were passionate about the same thing. And also had the skill level to execute. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I love to work with people. I give people second and third chances, but I like to go in before I even hire someone and see if they they do have the level, uh, the skill to actually execute. Because a lot of people you can get with passion, but passion right. without skill is like you're wasting everybody's time. Uh, skill without passion, you're also wasting everybody's time. So sure. so it's kind of a it's kind of the thing to you know, it, it's almost an art to pick out that right person with an equal amount of passion and skill. And, and the educational part, you know, I can teach, I can train, but once you, once you start assembling those people and they start feeding off each other, even, uh, you, you this team just begins to flourish. So those were some of the early on things that, that I did. Uh, fortunately I had made an exit from another company where I was able to Put a couple of million dollars in this of my own money, so I was able to finance it, um, and and now we're you know we're taking additional steps to even take that a lot higher that I, I really can't divulge right now, but um, but I was able to finance it myself, so I didn't have to to mess with investors. Uh, if I did bring investors in, and and this may be something your audience would like to hear you always want to make sure they also have a passion for your product and they're, they're not there just to turn a quick dollar. I always tell people I invite smart money, just not any money. Mm-hmm. Uh, because if you get smart money in, you've got people who will connect you with other people to help your service and your your product get out there in the market. And you want somebody that's both vested and invested in you and your company and your product. So you know, th- again, it's kind of an art. I do it secondhand because of how long i've been doing it um and it, when you get it it's like uh, i don't know if you play golf but you know if, if you hit a golf ball perfectly or a baseball perfectly and you don't have to swing that hard but it just goes forever because you've hit the sweet spot like when you hit that sweet spot in business you feel it and your team members come together financing comes together all of a sudden, your product is being accepted by you know people like Amazon, U.S. Air Force, et cetera, and, and things begin to get a life of their own. That's incredible. Um, and I,
0: yeah, that, that's a really amazing to hear. I'd be curious, right now in tech, obviously, startups, tech, the big hot topic, of course, is artificial intelligence and how that's being integrated into things. What are, what are ways that you have started thinking about how artificial intelligence plays into this startup? Have you started integrating it? Uh, what, what role do you think this plays in, in this?
1: Yeah, we, we actually have, and, and the, the public will know about this soon enough, but we're actually coming out with uh, an upgrade to our app that will include AI and machine learning. And something that I wasn't completely aware of is how different AI is from machine learning. Yeah. So AI, you can ask it a question. Uh, you know, how do I lose ten pounds in in two months? And it will give you an answer. But if you go ask it ten seconds later, it may give you a little bit different answer, because AI, artificial intelligence, is constantly pulling from the latest data. Um, machine learning, however, is a system where you feed it information that you've already approved. Medical journals, uh, you know, things on frequencies, um, uh, holistic health and wellness. Like you you feed this this machine learning uh, system all the information that you want it to pull answers from, so that if you ask it, "How do I lose ten pounds in two months?" it's going to tell you the same thing because it's pulling from information that you've already pre-sorted. So, so we, I saw the opportunity to use both. Uh, so so like I was saying, our new app coming out, will will actually be able to pull from the latest in artificial intelligence and give you, uh, like, like, let's say for instance, that, um, that at 5 PM, your heart rate is elevated and, and our app will also be able to read biometrics. So Mm -hmm. from an Apple watch Fitbit, uh, or a ring, it'll read your biometrics. So at five o'clock every afternoon, say your heart rate starts to elevate some. Uh, maybe your blood pressure goes up a little bit, whatever you tell us, we can read, we will read, feed it to our AI and machine learning. And it will give you the latest, greatest recommendation at five o'clock every afternoon. So if you're in traffic, stressed out, we might suggest the, the anti-anxiety frequency, but if you're working out and you need to get your heart rate up and you need some energy, we'll, we'll submit the high energy. Uh, we'll say, make sure you're hydrated, make sure you're watching your stretching. Like, like we're, we're using AI and machine learning with our technologies now to provide this, this digital concierge in your hand where before you may had to Google search some stuff and it wasn't intuitive. It wasn't as easy. It didn't flow together with your life as easy. But now with the most recent updates in technology, AI, machine learning and reading biometrics, we can do that and and it, it's a very exciting like it's that's super cool what you can do now that's incredibly exciting something that
0: i absolutely love that you said there is the fact that you pull in their biometrics to give them the recommendations because i think one of the big problems when you're looking at things like just exact for example your google example like if i have a problem or an issue and i have to go to google it's like i have to take the time out of my day to stop focus on what is my issue what what's the search that i need to do about this then find the solution then kind of work through it that's incredible if you can have like that whole system completely automated where essentially your biometrics are being read. It knows when you're stressed. It knows when you're struggling with something Um, and it's able to just immediately give you those recommendations, take out all of that work in the middle and you're immediately able to kind of start focusing on your, your recovery or, or whatnot. And that's incredible. Are you guys looking at like, are you training your own AI model or are you, um, are you integrating something like chat GPT, you know, from open AI into there to, to have sort of like a chat functionality?
1: Uh, Without divulging too much of of our secret sauce, we're doing a little of both, and then on the yeah, machine okay. learning side, we're absolutely training that and feeding that information that we want it to pull from that we know is true and accurate. Because you know that's the worst thing about Google, you can get on and say I've got a bump on my right hand, and you can get fifty different reports, and you know you're getting ready oh, to yeah. chop off your hand on one end, and on the other end, it's saying no big deal, put a band aid on it. You know, like like you yeah you th- this helps work through all that when you can have a trained system. Working in conjunction with a raw AI system and and doing things like Chat GPT. Yeah. Okay. That makes a lot of sense. Talk to me a little bit about
0: um, this U.S. Uh, Air Force contract you got you have with SOAP Technologies. Obviously, incredibly impressive. I um, mean, I think a very big testament to the efficacy of your technology and what's going on there. How did that come about? How did you begin those conversations? Talk to me about that. The story of that.
1: Yeah, our, our COO actually uh, began to involve us in that. And there was a bunch of applications to be able to do business with the Air Force. I don't know every detail. I, I kind of leave that to them to run. But uh, in essence, we won out over a very large group of people who were applying to do business with them. And, and it goes in three phases. So phase one, you're accepted. They like your technology. They want to know if you can prove that it works phase two you've proved that it works they start uh enlisting you with with uh actual customers and and using it you know within the armed services and then phase three it's 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 like it goes out to uh you know tens of of millions of people like like it's uh it, it starts to elevate kind of on a low level and then you go up to phase two it's a higher level in phase three. So he's he's taking us through those levels uh, we're, we're at the phase two level now and uh, you know complying with everything that they have asked. And so it's uh, it, it is it's a huge testament to the efficacy of not only our technology but in general some organization like the Air Force, looking at new technology just in general, you know, because sometimes um, you see companies that get paralysis from analysis, you know, they don't want to do anything. Oh, is it proven? Have you taken it through 10 years of this, 10 years of that? And, And there's a fine line, like you certainly want something that's proven, but if you get paralysis from analysis, it never launches. So this has been a great program to sort of walk that line of being able to provide what what you have in terms of scientific literature uh customer testimonial and then the actual implementation of a new technology without having to wait 10 years so uh that's kind of the best i can summarize it uh but it's very exciting for our company it was a huge win for us and you know we've been we've been launched into several other things just because of that very cool how do you kind of see the the
0: landscape? This whole digital health kind of landscape shifting. You mentioned a, a number of things, right? We have AI coming out. We have biometrics. We have all these different areas. How do you see the whole landscape shifting? Are we going in a direction that embraces more of those? What are what's the implications? Um, I mean, from your own company, like what are the the pivots, changes, and directions you guys are planning on making? But overall, on in the industry, how do you think we're going to see things change?
1: Yeah, things are already changing. And if you're not all, in my opinion, if you're not already using AI and or machine learning, you're behind the curve. Um, Used to when we would write something, uh, you know, we do positive mindful intentions as part of our process. So when a customer becomes a member of SOAP, they listen to sound frequencies. We've got a library of 30. We've got uh, Positive Mindful Intentions. It's a positive affirmation every day that you kind of reset your mind. And we have 21-day programs that experts in, in every field kind of, it's kind of like a master class, speak into uh, whatever you're interested in. So you 21 days, you can go on for three minutes a day, listen to them speak to you, and, and you can actually train from some of the masters uh, in uh, around the world in any particular thing. But in all that, you know, you write copy, you do marketing, you do all this and that. And when we start, first started using like ChatGPT, it was like this is heaven. Like, how can you think something so succinct? And and how? And and you know, I, I think if people, I don't think people should be afraid of it. You know, you've heard about the big bad AI monster coming in, taking over the world, replacing brands, right. and all that. I I think we we. Don't replace jobs. I think we can can resource uh, different people's like skill level. So so if you th- if you're a writer and you think you're going to be replaced by ChatGPT, for instance, just learn how to ask it better questions and use it in conjunction with what you already do to support you, not fight it because it is inevitable. It is already here. If you're not using it, you're already behind the curve. So so come into it with an open mind, in my opinion, use it, use it together with, because it's only as good as the questions you ask it as well. Like it's not going to do it for you. Uh, so if you can sort of train your mind to think that way, to ask it good questions, set around in a think tank. Uh, I, I think it's, I think it's very valuable and I think every, every company should be using it. The whole story about it, overtaking the world and all this stuff, like Hopefully, some of our people and scientists and technologists are smart enough to write code that will sort of keep that from happening. You know, the like, right. this, you, know, you got conspiracy conspiracy theorists and all that. Uh, so, I'm I'm comfortable with that. But but again, if you're not using it, uh, start. It's inevitable. It's already happening. Hundred percent agree with you there. Um, I would be super
0: curious when you know talking about building out soak technologies and and what you guys are doing here. What have been some of the biggest difficulties you've had to overcome in building out this platform and this
1: app? What are what are the what were some of the the hardest parts about this this company? I think building the efficacy to give it the same efficacy that if you went into one of our clinics and sat mm-hmm. down and did a sound frequency session, uh, that took probably the longest. Uh, and making it accessible twenty four seven from anywhere in the world that was important to us, and and just you know having it at a at a price also because unless you're willing to invest heavy on the front end and get paid back over a long time, you know for instance uh, our sessions in clinic would be about eight hundred to thousand dollars a month, and you know people would come in for three four five months. Um, this way we've reduced that to like $29 a month for everything we were doing in clinic. And you can do it from anywhere in the world, 24 seven. So in my experience, like if I have trouble sleeping or I'm anxious about something, it usually doesn't hit between eight and five during a typical day that some office would be open or a clinic would be open. Like it'll hit me at 10 at night, midnight in the morning. I can't sleep. And if I can reach over in my hand and dial in the sleep well frequency and listen to that, and and just doze off and have greater uh, REM sleep and all that, like like to to duplicate that from a excuse me from an in clinic experience to be in the palm of your hand, accessible twenty four seven, and for less money, yeah, uh, was sort of our big 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 challenge. And uh, again, it took two years and a lot of money, but. Uh, but we're finally there and, and you know, excited to get it out. That's incredible. What do you think
0: really differentiates yourself? Um, I actually went on your app and gave it a try. Really cool app, really cool technology. Um, I feel like when you go on the App Store, there's a lot of different apps that talk about, like, frequency apps and things like that. What would you say is your biggest differentiator? Kind of what sets you apart from other people that might be in this space or trying to be
1: in this space? Yeah, we actually grew from the efficacy of a clinic uh and and to my knowledge none of our competitors have done that uh, you know you you look at calm that just does uh more meditations mm-hmm. uh, they don't have frequency aspect uh like we do and and to my knowledge again maybe something new has come out in the last week or two but to my knowledge none of the other uh apps are hsa and fsa approved meaning health. Savings account, flexible savings account that you can actually pay for it with pre-tax dollars, and and a lot of people have these health savings account where you can use those pre-tax dollars to pay for things that help you personally and that have been approved. Uh, we've been approved, and we're sort of at that level, which sets us, you know, way apart from our competitors. Second thing would be, uh, you know, the MDs and DOs that actually put put these things together using years and years of experience to have frequency compilations uh, compilations and not just single frequencies like that's that's probably the other biggest differentiator and and some of our our greatest secret sauce that gives us the positive outcomes that we get and by the way you're using uh, the version we have now of our app again mid-november we're coming out with the AI uh, machine learning and biometrics that Will blow you away so i'll uh, wow. uh, make sure you 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 continue using that all the way through to our new app version you'll re- i think you'll really love it that's cool yeah that definitely
0: would be uh i'm excited for that what would you say and you have like a, a really big uh vast experience in entrepreneurship and kind of starting and growing these companies you've done some really impressive stuff what's a piece of advice that you could give to perhaps um right now there's a ton of developers um working on new ai technology a, new ai Um, Applications, listen to this podcast, starting out new businesses. What's a piece of advice you could give to them um, as
1: you know what to focus on or look at in this space? I I think what we said earlier is follow your passion. You know, in in all of my entrepreneurial endeavors, I've always looked for something that either hasn't been done that I would benefit from myself or something that is being done that I could improve uh, and make better. But whatever area that I've ever went into, if I didn't have a passion for it, I wouldn't do it. I mean, there's nothing worse than waking up Monday thinking, man, I got to go to work. This sucks. I don't know why I'm doing this. Like when you're starting to ask yourself those questions, that's a discomfort that's coming into your life, in my opinion, on purpose for the purpose of making room for something that you are passionate about and then you can really put your life behind. So I tell people never to ignore change or, or reject it or chaos or whatever's coming into their life, but embrace it because that's trying to tell you something. It's either trying to tell you to kind of change up the path you're on a little bit or stop, turn around and go the opposite direction. Right. Uh, you know. So, so I, I think if you really intuitively listen sort of to yourself, you'll you'll always know the right path to get on and, and don't get me wrong sometimes you have to do things to pay the bills that you don't like doing and i've had to do that plenty of times you know like i said earlier mowing yards i hated it it was hot but it got me my my new car you know that that i saved for so there there are times in your life that you have to do that but ultimately to have like a vocation and something that you want to do for you know the foreseeable future do it because you love it. And and if you love certain areas of AI, get into that, move forward in it as, as hard and as fast as you can. If it's machine learning, do that. If it's a combination, do that. Or if it's just making something better, like us, we had the soap clinic, but there was no way for people to access it digitally. Mm-hmm. And nobody had ever done it before. So my big challenge was I I love helping people. I love getting positive outcomes. I love getting, getting positive results. And when they started working in my life improving my focus, my creativity, um, I started using these things. And then I thought, man, I've got to share this with the world. And when you do other people sort of get into that, like right now we're in over 133 countries and we started out and could barely get out of Tulsa, Oklahoma, you know, like, right. We followed the passion and we followed what we thought people would love and the positive outcomes. And that that led us down a very productive path. So specifically, you know, if you've studied something in college, don't be afraid to back up and look at something else. Uh, the AI machine learning are, are going to be around for the, for the foreseeable future, but do whatever you're doing because you love it. That would be my, it'll all come back down to that, to following your passion. I love it.
0: Amazing advice. Um, Henry, thank you so much for coming on the show today. You've shared uh, so much incredible advice. Your story is very inspiring. If people want to get in contact with you, um, try Soap um, or find out more about it. What's the best way to do that?
1: Yeah, just go to our website, soap.com, S-O-A-A-K. Uh, we've actually created a promo code for your audience. Uh, it's A is an Aiden, A <laughs> uh, C. Thirty three zero, so A C three zero, and we want to give your audience members uh, thirty days free to check out our sound frequencies. Uh, let us know if you like them, and uh, you know you experience those positive outcomes that we were getting in clinic, and that people in one hundred and thirty three countries are are using now. We it's interesting, and I'm very proud of my team for this. I'm not trying to pat ourselves on the back, but out of all of our customers that we surveyed, over ninety seven percent said that as these, as they use these frequencies over time, that, that 97% had at least one area in their life that was a measurable difference uh, wow. for the good. Uh, and that, that blew us away. I, you know I was hoping to get over 80% and 97%. So I would suggest going on, getting it, listening to four or five minutes at a time. If you can work up to 10, 15, 20 minutes, it's great. If you're having trouble sleeping, Uh, my challenge is always try to get through 10, 15 minutes of this. And if you're still awake, uh, uh, I would be surprised. I'll just, (laughs) I'll just say that. Uh, and, and we found on that sleep frequency, and I don't mean to throw us off topic here, but on the sleep frequency, when people would come in for anxiety, depressions and all that, we would ask them in a survey, are you sleeping well? And, and no, they're not. And we found that when people get a good night's, sleep a lot of REM sleep a lot of deep sleep the anxiety and and depression start to go away so instead of throwing a bunch of medication at stuff and and i'm not against that if you need it take it that's great but we take more of a holistic approach and if you can use a non-invasive sound frequency to get a good night's sleep that'll re you know relieve you from these anxieties depressions give you more energy the next day like we're all about that. And, and I think society as a whole is sort of going that direction. All of that could not be possible without what you study,
0: technology. Amazing. Thank you so much for coming on, Henry. I really appreciate your insights. I will leave uh, that promo code in the description of this podcast. So for anyone listening to the to the listeners, uh, thanks so much for tuning in to the AI chat podcast. Make sure to rate us wherever you get your podcasts and have an amazing rest of your day.